and I am here with my dude, Jetpack Nick. Yo. And uh, today, we have some things to talk about. First, we definitely want to get uh, want to give you guys our picks for the games this weekend, NFL, AFC, NFC Championships. But um, first, we want to go go ahead and talk about that um, whole WNBA move they, they made today with um, the women will now be, uh, the top players will now be getting paid six figures. And also, an uh, interesting fact that I've seen through this whole thing that they just, uh, the agreement with the uh, CDA, I believe, was it, it was the CDA that they made the agreement yeah. with? The CDA. Mm-hmm. Um, it says that women are now being paid for paternity, paternity uh, leave. That's so weird to me that they weren't getting, they weren't getting paid for paternity before. <laughs> like, that's crazy to know that women were getting pregnant and not being paid. Still. Yeah, that's wild. That's crazy. And, like, that, I'm just so, I'm surprised about that that whole, that thing right there. I'm just glad that things are going in the right direction for the WNBA. Hopefully this will give women, like, uh, female basketball players growing up now and kids that are, like, little girls that want to play basketball more and more, uh, motivation to actually want to, you know, go out there and, and ball out because that's, like, pretty big and you never know by the time you know say for instance i have a cousin and she's like 12 she plays basketball by the time she hits like 20 maybe they'll be getting maybe millions we really don't know where they'll go let's just hope that that's where the the league is heading to and that's the point they're heading to i also would like to see them make uh get get it to where the stadiums are a little smaller so that it can mm-hmm. actually pack out the gym because trying to fill out the NBA arenas aren't going to work for them because that's not the range that they're in. I feel like they could save much more money if they would do that. Um, you know, these are just little things I've seen, but like I said, I, I felt like it was a really cool thing to see that today. So, uh, it is. It's, it's progress. It's, it's much-needed progress, actually. You know, the fact that the WNBA or just uh, for women's, for women's professional sports as a whole hasn't been uh, represented financially like it should be. The fact that the WNBA is now taking steps to, you know, uh, bridge that gap, if you will, that that's so much needed progress, and I'm happy that it was able to get done. Yeah, um, absolutely. Also, um, want to get into this whole uh, – this this. now, I wasn't going to touch on this, but because, you know, we like to talk about a whole lot of different topics, this is kind of interesting to me. Um, Snoop Dogg just – Posting on his IG um, story, I believe, or his IG, I don't know, account, I don't know. But he mm. he just mentioned that uh, he was hearing that Luca that that there are analysts and journalists out there that are saying Luca Doncic is, is the best player, like the best twenty year old to ever come in the NBA. Um, very interesting take because you have so many like great players who <laughs> came out of high school and played right. basketball. What are your thoughts on that, uh, Jeff? Mm. Okay, so I, I would say he he's right, but he he's wrong too in the sense of the statistics that Luca has been putting up this season and his twenty his his age twenty season has been probably the best statistical season we've seen from any twenty year old in the NBA. So in that in that aspect, I see why a lot of the analysts would say that Luca is the best 20-year-old ever play in the NBA. But as far as, like, skills or, like, talent-wise, not not necessarily skills because I think that he, he's more polished than a lot of the people that he named, you know, coming into the NBA at age 20. 
you know, because he's played professional basketball since he was, you know, 14 maybe, if, if earlier than that, over in Europe. But as far as talent is concerned, I don't think he's the best 20-year-old to ever play in the NBA, but as far as statistically and skill-wise, he might be the best 20-year-old to ever play in the NBA. Well, I actually don't believe that at all. I believe that it's really hard to say who was the best to come out of the, like, to come into the NBA at 20 years old. If we're really being all the way honest here, and this is just some real stuff, I've watched Luca play. I've watched John Morant play. You know who I'm more excited about watching every game probably? John Morant. That's no not towards Luka Doncic though, because I still feel like he's a good player, the stuff that he does. But it's it's like I I really get intrigued with watching players that I'm most I'm a little more excited to watch. It's kind of like John Morant brings that Russell Westbrook type energy to the game. You know what I'm saying? And and he brings that uh, you know fast paced dribbles the game when he's dunking. Everything just reminds me of like a, a Russell Westbrook, but a more polished Russell Westbrook. Like his potential is going to be so much more bigger than what Russell Westbrook has probably done. That's scary to even know that he's going to be better than what Russell Westbrook is at this point, and he's 19. I don't believe at all that Luka Doncic is the best 20-year-old to play basketball. I feel like it's always an overhype when it comes down to a certain player. You know, the, the analysts fall in love with a player and they give him too much expectation. Stop doing this because it's, it's so many players that came before him that were really, really good. Even Dwight Howard came straight out of high school. And I remember watching Dwight Howard in high school, and he was like a man amongst, like, little guys. Like, he was doing everything he wanted to do. So hearing that, it's not I – don't, I don't agree with it at all. And I think – it is a slap in the face to other guys, like Snoop Dogg said, a slap in the face to a lot of these guys who came out of um, who came out of high school straight to the league. Trace McGrady, Trace McGrady came out of high school straight to the league. I no, mean, right. Kobe Bryant came. Kobe Bryant. Now, Kobe Bryant is one of those players who he he late he actually blossomed maybe three years after he went to the league. So yeah, that well, makes well, sense. In this case, Kobe just didn't. He just didn't get the opportunity to play his first three years like that. Like he he was basically glued to the bench, whereas uh, a guy like Luka Doncic, he can just come right in and you know have a start. Well, I mean, because Luka Doncic is able Luka to prove Doncic, the way he's able to, you know, well, his skills. Well, the thing is, Luka Doncic has played professional over in Europe, so it's yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like these guys so he's more polished. These guys, like Dwight Howard, was playing in high school. These like Dwight Howard went played in high school and then went to the NBA and was still killing in the NBA. Um, I mean, even Sean Kemp. Really, really good. Uh, I mean, who else? You got LeBron James. Was he's another player who really didn't blossom maybe to like his second, third year? But I still feel like LeBron did win Rookie of the Year, so that still counts. Um, I mean, I think the uh-huh. best. I think I think the best player to come out of high school, in my personal opinion, that I've seen and I've got to watch play, is for sure Dwight Howard. I don't think anybody oh, was wow. able to do the kind of stuff that Dwight Howard was doing at the age he was and coming straight out of high school and doing it. Like, he no. was unstoppable when he was in the – I mean, in high school he was unstoppable, then he went to the NBA and he was still good. And I'm talking about when he was with Orlando. I ain't talking about now. I'm talking about, like, when he was with Orlando, when he was giving you flashbacks of uh, Shaq. I mean, everybody knows that Dwight Howard had his moment. He was really good around that time. And I feel like he's still going to go down as one of the best centers to ever play the game. But I'm yeah, just saying, 
I'm just saying, you can't, you can't. And I think when Dwight Howard came out, he was, what, 18 or 19? So, I mean, you, yeah, you're, giving him this title, you're giving this dude this title as being the best 20-year-old or whatever or, or best player. I, I don't know. But he is not that because you had too many other players that were better than him. You had too many other players that were better than him, and they came straight out of high school. Even Kevin Garnett came straight out mm-hmm. of high school, and Kevin Garnett was really, really good. I mean, no, I well, like, well, like, well, like I said, I, like I said, just just to make the point clear, right? Like I, I agree with what you're saying in a sense, but I also agree with what the analysts are saying in a sense, based off of just, based off of just like productivity. Like okay. he, he, he's he's been the most like like like, like the like, like he's he's produced the most, I would say, out of any any player in their age twenty season. So being a twenty year old in the NBA. Like he's probably had the best season as a twenty-year-old in the NBA, right? But I don't think that he's the most talented twenty-year-old to ever play in the NBA. If that makes sense. Well, if we're gonna be real, records really don't matter. Not what what you're doing as far as records and you're breaking records and a just like Snoop Dogg said, in a in a much softer league than it was years ago when guys like uh, Kevin Garnett was playing. Uh, Tracy McGrady was playing, even when LeBron came in right away, when he was playing, when Kobe came in. These guys were playing in a much tougher league. I feel like the record thing has to be stopped. Like, it's not even something that should even be mentioned. If we're really going off talent-wise, if we're going off who's a better baller, then you can't say that he's anywhere in that conversation of being the best 20-year-old. Because I feel like when you say the best 20-year-old, you're basically putting everything in that in that. Uh, in that in that bottle, you know what I'm saying? Like you're bottling everything up. And you're saying, okay, this is the best guy. Like he's able. No, he's not. He's not the best guy. He's not the most talented, as you said. He's not the most skilled. And even if he has, and my thing is, I can't even go back and look at all the records that some of these players have broke. But I mean, LeBron James came in the league and he was doing some some, some crazy good stuff. And even Dwight Howard came in the league and he was doing the amazing stuff he was doing. So I don't know what records these players have broke. But for them to say that, they it is a slap in the face to LeBron and Tracy McGrady's, Kevin Garnett, and even Dwight Howard because, like I said, he, to me, is the best player out of high school. That's my that's just my opinion. I mean, uh, I don't, like I said, uh, go ahead, go ahead. I don't, I'm just saying I don't think records should be able to have any take on somebody being the best because if that's the case, I mean, let's be real about it. Everybody t- talks about Drake when he puts out a record and what it does, the numbers it does. But is Drake the best in the game as a rapper? No, no, no he's but not. That, but that's he not, will never be that, the best. That's not the argument here, though. That's, that's not the it's argument. It's not the argument because you just said you just said that the records he broke. In his case, he is the best because of the records that he's been able to break. No, I'm, no, no. No, what, no, what I'm saying is what, what I'm saying is all right. So, so on the season, right? Luca is is almost averaging a triple double, right? So just like just try to put that into perspective for a second. Like he's he's almost averaging a triple double so, with so twenty nine so twenty nine ten and nine a game at yeah. age twenty. I mean, I if you're averaging damn near a triple double at age twenty, it's kind of hard for me to say that it was another twenty year old that that did better than you. But or was it probably is another. It probably is another twenty year old that's done better than that. We can't pull up the numbers because I'm not gonna go through and pull out all the numbers of all the no, players yeah, I'm, I'm that not, I just not pull up all That's the numbers. I'm so they, the only reason why Luca is being talked about in this conversation is because his numbers are out there. You have guys like I said, Dwight Howard and LeBron and 
even Tracy McGrady's and Kevin Garnett, who were really good, and even Moses Malone, like, he was really good. These guys were really good. I'm not going to – we can't take – we can't go back and get all their records that they broke or what they averaged and all this stuff. But come on now. Those are legends. Like, those guys are legends. Like, they're going to go down as legends. So if we're talking about him being the best, he's going to have to go after all those players before they say he's the best 20-year-old. It ain't no best 20-year-old. He can't be the best 20-year-old. There's no way that that can even be given. That title can be given to him because there's so many other players who came out of high school. And like I said, Luca came out of another professional league. Like, I ain't saying that's not, you know, I understand that he wasn't in the NBA, but he came from the European League or, or Europe League. Come on now, like you know, he didn't even come out of high school. Like once you when you come out of high school to play in the NBA, that's like a whole different type of like craziness. The yeah, NBA yeah, compared to a high school game, uh, and even a college game, is totally different. So you skip college to play in the with the pros, like you're with the big guys. That's not totally right. Different. But Luca it's, had it's, already no. Luca had already had. A year or so under his belt when he came to the when he came over to the NBA, he played professional. He did play These professionally, guys, and, and okay. that, that's a that's a testament to his to his talent, skills, and abilities. Though the fact okay, that they're able to why, play in the second best league in the world at at age fifteen, like you're playing as professional, the grown men at age fifteen but, okay, all the way up so until your okay, age twenty. So answer this question like, now. Answer that's this in, question. that's impressive. All right, no, no. It's not impressive to me when you was just in a in a professional league. What's more impressive to me? Right, but I'm saying, but to do that at age 15, that's impressive to play against a grown man at age 15 in the second best league in the world. And the only person that's doing that right now is who? That 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 ball guy, Lon. Uh, what is it, Lonzo? Lamelo. Lamelo. Yeah, Lamelo Ball. Right, but that's why he's going to be either the number one or the number two pick in the upcoming draft because that's very impressive. And the fact that he's able to put up the numbers he's putting up and show, showcase the ability that he's able to showcase. Not a, it's not as impressive to me when you are a player like LeBron James coming straight out of high school to play in the NBA. It's not more impressive when you're coming straight from a professional league. It's not more impressive because those professional players, I mean, I feel like high school is 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 like a y like literally like a YMCA compared to the the NBA. If you if you get what I'm saying, uh, a high school player getting prepped for the NBA is is much bigger than a player having to get prepped from going to one professional league to another. It's not it's not like you know I mean if, if you get what I'm saying, it's not like you didn't just play with professionals. I don't care if it's your league or not. You were still playing in a professional league. These mm-hmm. Kobe's, LeBron's, Kevin Garnett, Dwight Howard's, these dudes were literally in high school. Like, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine being the – well, I, I played college basketball. I couldn't imagine being the size I was going and playing in, 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 in a high school game, then getting prepped to go to the WNBA and playing with those women that are, like, professionals mm-hmm. and really, really good. That's why I said it's not as impressive. It's just not as impressive to me. So when they try to put, when they try to say Luca is the best twenty-year-old, and even though he has that past experience, because that means he's he's experienced. 
before these guys who had no experience because they had no real experience playing in the professional league until they got there. So right. when, I, when Dwight Howard, when Dwight Howard is able to do the stuff he was able to do in his year playing, even LeBron, even Kobe, even Tracy, Moses Malone, all of them going down the line, it is more impressive. It is way more impressive, and that's why it's more impressive when you went straight out of high school to the NBA. So honestly, if you go to one year of college to play in the NBA, I feel like that's impressive. Again, because you haven't, you really haven't went and played in the professional league. You still played in college. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just college, but it's still, it's still much more of a, it's still better than, than being like coming straight out of high school to play in a professional league. That's all I'm saying. So no, I, I can't give Luka Doncic that. I am going to say he's really, really good because he is. He's a good talent. I've, I've, I've watched him play, and I've been like, woo. But I can't say that I would have been more impressed with seeing the stuff that he's able to do over me watching uh, of, of the first game of LeBron James and saying, damn, like, this dude just was in high school yesterday. You get what I'm saying? Like, he literally is playing with high schoolers, and now he's in the NBA doing the stuff he's doing. That's, that's all I'm saying. So, no, he will not go before any of those players that I mentioned. And I wish that they would stop doing that because they always hype up certain players and then they don't – I mean, let the guy win a ring first before y'all hyping him up. He's very good. But they don't they don't even do this to half the players. And, you know, really, John Morant has been so good and they're barely talking about him like that. Maybe because his record isn't as good. But I don't, I don't know. He's been very, very impressive. Okay. I mean, you got to – you got to – you got to – you got to at least give me something like – you watching John Moran, you watching Luka Doncic, they're both pretty good, but I'm I'm honestly more excited to watch John Morant play. I don't know what it is about the dude. It's just something that he brings the game. His energy. I don't know. He's gonna be very exciting to watch for the next few years in the NBA. That's no, all I, yeah, have to say. I, I agree. I, I just I just don't want it to be missed though that, that Luka's averaging thirty, ten and nine. Like yeah. that's that's impressive I, and that can't be ignored either. Mhm. That's I mean, I, like I said, he's a really good player. I just feel like it, it's always an overhype somewhere in the conversations when it comes down to certain analysts. Analysts just don't know how to give players their props to move on. But when you go up with it and just say he's the best 20-year-old to play basketball or ever do it all time out of all the 20-year-olds that have came before him and have played out of all the players that have came straight out of high school and have played and killed the game, I can't. I can't do that. I'm sorry. That's just. I'm not gonna be able to do that. And I mean, anybody else can disagree with me, but I'm not gonna give him that title. Why can't it just be he's one of the best 20 year olds to come into the mm-hmm. NBA? That sounds much more better than saying he's the best. You get what I'm saying? Like, come yeah, on. yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, like, I mean, I, he, like I said, as far as talent is concerned, I wouldn't pick him as the best. 20-year-old ever playing in the NBA, but as far as productivity-wise and the stats that he's putting up this season, it's kind of hard to argue that he's the, that he's not the best 20-year-old of all time in the oh, NBA. That's the thing. We can't even say of all time because we haven't seen all these players. Like, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, that's just like when I listen to music, I have to go through and listen to the actual music before I give an opinion. So if I don't listen to an artist, you probably won't hear an opinion from me on that artist. I can't say that he's the best because I'm only 27 years old. I haven't been able to watch 
every single player that have came in the NBA. And I know it's so many other players that have came before the players that I mentioned who came straight out of high school, who were playing at a very young age. I can't say that Luca is the best of all time just because he's averaging 30 and 10. I'm pretty sure there had to be another player that was averaging just around that same amount or better. And they're just not talking about him because it's so long ago. Those are players that came before him. There's always a player that did it before you. And you ain't mm-hmm. going to tell me that these players that have came before this dude. And like I said, this is not a knock towards Luka Doncic. This, this is a knock towards the analysts and journalists who don't do their jobs correctly and, and don't go back and look at information and get numbers. Half of them probably haven't even looked up numbers. I know for sure that there are players who have been way more impressive than Luka Doncic. Just like Snoop Dogg said, it wasn't that he was trying to be rude. He said he's been watching basketball since the 70s, and he's not the most exciting he's watched. And that's where it, that's what it comes down to. If a player is not the most exciting, then you can't give them that. Numbers, numbers and records and all that stuff, but records you're breaking, that's cool and all, but, I mean, let's be real about it. It's a lot of guys like Peyton Manning broke a hell of a lot of records, and I'm still taking Tom Brady over him in every category. Oh, yeah. That, that, that's what we far away. That's what we disagree. Let's be real about it. I mean, I'm only being real. I'm only being real. No, Peyton didn't go. See, see, you about to make me start a new hashtag at the end of this podcast. I got the name. I'm saying Kobe to go, Peyton to go, man. Well, now we got to talk about the NFL. So these games are coming up this weekend, and – um. Kansas City will be uh, playing who? The Tennessee. All right. Uh, Kansas City is going up against Tennessee. Who do you have in that game? Um, I'm a roll. I'm a roll with Kansas City. I mean, I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't even be surprised if they lost. Honestly, because Tennessee didn't upset me every other time I've been picked against them. So, the, <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I, I, but I'm a, I'm a roll with Kansas City though. I I got faith that that they're the team that's gonna. You know, uh, come out the AFC, and I bet they're the best team uh, left in the AFC. So I don't see why they wouldn't come out. Um. Okay. So y'all already know my take. I should. I feel like I have to say it every pod, uh, podcast. But <laughs> go ahead, say that, Dan. Say it. I have to go for the black quarterback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to, man. Like, uh, I definitely want to see this. I, I definitely want to see this guy, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, win a Super Bowl. I really do. I feel like he's so young. He's he's like this guy plays with so much emotion. Like I love it. Like I love watching him play. He goes hard. He reminds me of like a young Tom Brady. Like with his style, uh, style and play, he reminds me of Tom Brady. Like you can literally tell he's putting everything out on the out on the field when he when he goes out there and plays. Like I would have not looked if we were looking at that game. When it, remember when we had our practice, I said they're down twenty one zip. I would have mm-hmm. never thought that they would be able to come back and win that game the way that they did. And yeah, it all, I, I start, didn't think it so all started with him being the player that he was, being the uh, the guy leading them to that. It would have never, it would have never happened. So I, I have to say that I really want to see Kansas City win this game. Um, now Tennessee is really they play really good um, against. Uh, they played a Lamar Jackson team, Baltimore Ravens. They mm-hmm. played really good, man. I, I don't know, but this is going to be a tough one for them. I really do hope that Patrick pulls through, though. So, uh, shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, next, in our next game, we have Green Bay and San Francisco. Who do you have in that one? 
I'm I'm a roll with Green Bay. Uh, yeah, I, I I think I think that game is gonna be gonna be relatively close. But I think Aaron Rodgers will do enough to pull it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, like I said, I'm more excited for the AFC game though, only because I just want to see if Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs can get to the Super Bowl and hopefully win. You know, not not really you know caring about who they play against, but I got to choose, so I'm gonna go with Green Bay and my man Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I watched them last year when they were um, – I watched them last year. Kansas City was in the championship, AFC championship last year, right? Mm-hmm. I watched them last year, and I've seen that, that last-minute play that I think caused them the game or something like that, and they lost. And I said, dang, this dude is going to be right back. He's going he's gonna to be back. And here he is again back this year. So, yeah, I definitely, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, seeing and playing that game. But off, on, on the NFC championship game, um, I'm taking Green Bay. I don't like the 49ers, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to have to say this, though. I really don't care who wins. I honestly, I honestly, I honestly want to see the 49ers win because I want to see um, if Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to beat them, um, beat their team. Because, like I said, I'm not a big 49ers fan. They, they're, real, they're real cocky on that team. They, they're, like, beyond cocky. And I, I just want to see them get beat one good time, one good time. I think it would be nice to see them get beaten in the Super Bowl. But then again, I mean, you made it all the way to the Super Bowl. So, honestly, knock them out now. So, <laughs> I mean, you get, to the Super Bowl, you get to the Super Bowl and you got to play a real good Green Bay team. Aaron Rodgers, though, that's going to be so hard to really beat that man. Because when I, I tell you, when this guy's focused, he's focused. And he was focused in that last game. So, I don't know. I don't know. How, I don't know the thoughts on it, but. What I'm gonna say is I pick Kansas City and I pick Green Bay. Uh those are my two teams and uh I guess you you're going me too. Yeah, I'm I'm rocking with you, yeah. Yeah, so um yeah, those are our picks, uh for this episode guys. Um anything else you wanted to touch on? No, not nothing specific. Mm-mm. Nothing specific? Nah. All right, um, well, guys, that's going to be it for the BCG Podcast. Um, thank you, Jetpack, for tuning in. And what is your sign-off? Kobe the GOAT, man. You know the vibes. You know what it is. <laughs> Kobe the GOAT. Oh, also breaking in. We're coming in with a new one. Painting the GOAT, man. You got to put some respect on this name. Omaha. Omaha. <laughs> I like Peyton Manning, but. I'm sorry. I pick Tom Brady all the time over that man. Like, I'm sorry. I just have to. Tom Brady is a different kind of animal. I like, I just like Tom Brady. I don't know what it is about Tom Brady, but he really goes hard. And he really, he really, he's he's a player who puts it all on the floor. I've never seen a time where um, Tom Brady hasn't. I mean, even when he loses, it's like he just cares so much about the game. And I feel like, when you see a player like that, you can't go against him. It's like it's like watching LeBron James in the NBA. You can't go against him because he puts so much out on the floor. Even when I'm rooting against the the uh, even when I even when I was rooting against LeBron, I was still kind of rooting for him. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because it's like he plays so hard and he just wants it all. Like it's like you can't hate on a player like that. That's like Seth. I, I say the same thing about Seth Curry. I say. When I see Steph Curry play, I, I look at a player who's really, really wants to win and a player who really will do what he can for his team to win. Whenever you're watching players like that and you see how hard they go and how hard they're playing, it really makes you root for them because, I mean, 
It's like, I can't say that about Peyton Man. I've seen Peyton Man just throw balls and put his head down plenty of times. So Tom Brady doesn't do that. I don't think Tom doesn't do that, and Patrick Mahomes is like the the next the, the the next Tom Brady to me. So that's why I'm going for him in this uh in that AFC Championship game. Right. And Aaron Rodgers too. Aaron Rodgers is another player who he. I told you, Aaron Rodgers goes hard as well. So I have to go for. I, really, in sports, I love all the players who who go hard when they play. You know, I mean. It's, it's only but so many of them because you have a lot of players who only care about the money, and it's, it's some of them who just don't care. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of yeah. you have to really pick. You, have, you really have to know who's who. You know, I think the Warriors kind of gained everybody's respect in their past uh, playoff run, especially in the um, championship with all their players going down and players still trying to go out there and ball. You had um, Kevin Durant. You had Clay Thompson who, what, injured his uh, – he injured his, his – his leg and uh mm-hmm. and was still trying to go out there and hoop. I mean, you had Steph who was really just playing by himself and really trying his hardest. But those guys never gave up. And if you if and if you're a sports fan and you can't give them that respect, then you're just you're really not a you're really not somebody who enjoys watching sports. That's just my opinion. Because anytime you see that, that just that automatically everything is it, the hate for that team is 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 throughout the door. Because I feel like. Going hard for something that you love really, really, you know, means a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it does. And when fans watch you and they're able to see how passionate you are about something that you love, it's a total, like, you get much more love than somebody who, who gives a dog crap. You know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah. shout, shout out to all the athletes that are like that. And even shout out to all the um the artists who are like that too. There's a lot of artists. Uh, who yeah, I, I, yeah, I was just about to say that 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 right there could even be applied to just everyday life, mm-hmm. like you know, all the aspects of life, like even outside of sports or music. Yep. Just going about life. Yep. I mean, you gotta respect it. It's not. It's, <laughs> I can't. You can't hate on anybody that's that's doing that. You know what I'm saying? Going hard for what you love is probably like the mm-hmm. best thing. Um, all right, guys, thank you guys for tuning in to the BCG Podcast. We will be back with some more content and looking forward to these games this weekend. Like I said, go Patrick Mahomes, and that's going to be my sign-off. Hi. <laughs> you got another sign No, you already you are, you know what I say. Kobe the goat, man. Y'all know the rap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're all, right. all right, thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, thank you, Jetpack. Thank you. Of yeah. course. Peace.